Welcome back to another episode of the Glory Reds FC podcast. You're joined with myself, D, and today I'm going to be giving you guys the match reaction of Manchester United versus Galatasaray in our Champions League group stage match. Now, I'm going to be alone in today's episode. It's unfortunate that Ben can't join us today, but he will definitely be with us in the next episode to come. So, let's get straight into this. Um, yesterday, Ayrton Hag chose his lineup and was as follows. Andre Onana as our goalkeeper, our right-back Diego Dalot, Varane Lindelof, centre-back pairing, and Amrabat as our left-back. In the midfield, we had Mason Mount, Casemiro, and Mabry. Up front, we had Rashford, Hoyland, and Bruno Fernandes. So that's the team that Eric Ten Hag chose to go up against Galatasaray yesterday. Now, obviously, we had our predictions in terms of which team was going to put out. This is somewhat close to what we predicted, although we did believe that he was going to start Ericsson in place of Maybury or he was going to start Pelestri in place of Maybury. So I guess that's, you know, one thing we didn't get off the bat, but in terms of everything else, pretty much accurate. Of course, there were the rumors about Onana not starting, given the performances that he had prior to this match. But we did deem that as most of it being rumors. And indeed, indeed, we did see him starting yesterday. So just to give you guys a quick summary of how we played yesterday. You know, the game got off to an okay start. We managed to score our first goal. Beautiful goal coming through from Rasmus Hoyland. Assist from Marcus Rashford which we scored in the 17th minute of the first half. Shortly after that, one of our former players, Wilfred Zaha, came through in the 23rd minute to equalize for Galatasaray. The first half ended with us with this with the score square at 1-1. Second half begins and Christian Eriksen is immediately substituted on for Hannibal Mabry. Um, I guess it was a tactical decision. I don't recall Maybe being substituted off due to injury. Maybe that's something I could have missed. But yeah, Ericsson came in the second half, I guess, to get a control get a better hold of the midfield because as usual, we were being run around in the midfield. So in the 77 in the 67th minute, sorry, Rosmas Holland went and scored our second goal. Things were looking good for Manchester United. We thought we could actually go ahead and win the game. But unfortunately, United crumble and four minutes afterwards, Galatasaray went and scored their second goal to equalize the score at 2-2. Onana played a terrible pass, which Casemiro had to make a reckless tackle, which gave him his second yellow card and a red card, which sent him off the pitch. That red card um, resulted into a penalty, which Icardi missed but shortly afterwards went and scored in the 81st minute to seal the game 3-2. Anthony, back from Brazil, was introduced in the game in the 85th minute to substitute uh, Mason Mount, and then in the 89th minute, we brought in Anthony Martial. And like I said, the game ended 3-2. So yeah, that's a short summary of basically what happened during the match. Now, I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on, on the match as a whole i think compared to the crystal palace match there were more consistent plays in this match in particular than in the crystal palace match it looked like for some spells of the game we did have 
some sort of control. Um, we did have more possession than Galatasaray, but by small margins. And it, and it looked like we were able to get the ball in good positions at certain times of the game. Now, obviously, our biggest problems is our injuries, um, more specifically to our defenders. And it really showed in the game because there was a huge imbalance between the defense and the midfield, leaving a lot of pockets of space that Galatasaray were infiltrating and taking advantage of those situations. And as you see in the, in the type of goals that they scored, it was a result because of that. But overall, the game wasn't played that bad, regardless of us losing, but it still does not reflect in any positive way because we never managed to leave that game with a point. So there were some standard performances, of course, from Rasmus Hoyland, scoring two beautiful goals. The first one coming through with Rashford um, with an assist from the right-hand side. And then the second one was more of a solo effort that he drove himself into the box and scored our second goal. It's such a shame that this loss has shadowed Rasmus' good performance that he had yesterday. And there's huge cause for concern. There's cause for concern in terms of how certain players are playing. There's cause for concern in terms of how the manager is managing these these players, in terms of how he's managing the team, his team selection, his substitutes, you know, at the times in which he's bringing on these players. For example, um, um, Anthony Martial, you know, he brought him on in the 89th minute of the game with a one minute to spare. And of course, I don't know if that time, extra time was really announced or not, but basically it was not going to be enough time to for him to make an actual impact in that game. And for that short spell that he played for, you could actually see there was um, a glimmer of, of what you call, of positivity from his game. You could see that if he was given more time in that game, maybe even 20 or 30 minutes, there was a possibility he could have made a huge difference in that game. So it's it's a huge pity that we're not getting to see more of Martial and that he's being brought in at the late at the, the later stages of the game. Marcus Rashford right now is not playing very well. And I do believe that Martial should be given a fair chance to start ahead of Rashford if Rashford is not currently playing to the best um, of his form. Now I get it. He got the assist. And we all know that Rashford, in the spell of a moment, can produce something, an assist or a goal. But overall, his gameplay is very poor. And we can't always rely on these little moments of brilliance for us to save us or get us out of bad situations during the game. I would rather have a more consistent player for 90 minutes than have a player that I can only count on for small spells of the game. So personally, I believe that Martial should be given a chance to be playing more. And I do believe that that can also help increase our chances of getting better results to come. So yeah, and then probably another player that had a good game as well was um, Victor Lindelof. You know, he still continues to play very well in this team with the absence of, of Martinez. Um, although he was off position when he came to I think it was the second goal um, he should have been in position and I think he didn't really fight to get back um, in terms of marking to win the ball back but I think after him he also had a good game um, Amrobat continues to play well 
Now, obviously, he's not a natural defender, so I'm not expecting a lot from Amrabat in terms of his defensive duties because that's not his position. That's not his natural position. Yes, we have been told that he's a player that has played in almost all the positions in the game, but at the end of the day, you know, each player has a position that they're very unique um, to or they're very good at. So we would love to see Amrabat in the midfield. I paired up with Casimir, but obviously that's not going to happen anytime soon because Casemiro got that red card but it would have been a nice um, option to have him in the midfield and then having one of our other defenders playing in that back four like we announced in our match preview it would have been nice to see Victor Lindelof playing um, where low is playing right back and then moving low to the left back position and then have our midfield pairing over run and Harry Maguire or um or Evans or Johnny Evans and obviously look I get they're not the best defenders right now but they're the only available defenders that we have at the moment and I do believe that we'll be better off having defenders regardless of the defensive or how good they are to the next person in that defensive line and then utilizing players like Amrabat who are going to be more effective for us moving forward advancing the ball forward and creating more opportunities for us to be scoring goals so at this moment in time our defense is shaky our goalkeeper is <laughs> he's, he's he's short of confidence so to say you know um we all know that he was brought in because of his ability to play out from the back right and that he, apparently he's good with his feet now I don't know much about Onana. Maybe you guys know more than I do, right? I just knew about him probably in Champions League last season and that was at the later stages of the tournament. And then obviously when that news came around when United were looking to buy the player. So I don't know what his level of, of ability is. I'm still yet to see that. And I'm sure a lot of Manchester United fans are also yet to see his full capability like what he can actually do and i do believe he is a better player than he currently is displaying um obviously right now at the club there's a lot of pressure on the team there's a lot of player pressure on the manager things are not going our way we didn't get backed up um in the transfer window coming into this season and then of course we have a plethora of injuries that are plaguing this team we do not have that defensive tight unit that De Gea had last season you know that could afford um the keeper maybe to not get into certain games with all the conf the confidence but then still have the backing of a very strong defensive line to support those weaknesses or flaws during the game so right now for Nana it's a combination of you know his confidence levels not being where they should be and at the same time us having a very disorganized and messy leaky um defensive line so those are just some of the things that need to be corrected other than that i think this game it could have been won it could have been won um and it just boiled down to small errors small indecisions which at the end of the day is not a good look for us like i said when you look at the stats we dominated in most of the stats obviously not by much but the fact of the matter is we did dominate in most of the stats and we could have done more with with all the the things we were we, we were better at so for example 
um, our total crosses were 21 as opposed to 8 for Galatasaray. But out of those 21 total crosses that we made, only 19% of those were accurate. Whereas in terms of Galatasaray, 50% was of, of their crosses were more accurate than ours. So clearly, they are playing better. They do have more quality off the ball than what we have. So we can sort of take the stats and see where we need improvement. Because so far, like I said, stats are looking way better in terms of um, you know, us against them. Total shots, we had 16, they had 14. Shot on target, we had 5, they had 4. Shot accuracy, 31 versus 28, right? But then you look at the scoreline and it's 3-2. Whereas it simply could have been the other way around if it wasn't for minor mistakes, if it wasn't for lack of quality off the ball, you know, etc, etc. But I do believe that the next time we will meet, we will have, um, I don't want to say a stronger lineup, but a more balanced and a more complete lineup. Because this lineup that we put out there wasn't balanced and it wasn't complete, so to say. So hopefully um, all those things can be ironed out by the next time, you know, we, we meet them. Um, yeah, and obviously that will be an away fixture. So it will be a difficult a difficult match to to have. So anyway, where to from here? What What's next for us, right? Um, obviously we're playing Copenhagen next. Um, I don't watch Copenhagen play, uh, but it seems like they haven't managed to get the best of any of the teams in this group because we are at the bottom of this group, you know, together with them. Of course, we haven't won a game. They drew, I think it was with Galatasaray that they drew. So, you know, at least they managed to get a point. So we need um, to beat them when they come because it will be a home game again. So we really need to get a point off Copenhagen. If we're not going to manage to get a point off Copenhagen, then we might as well write off <laughs> this Champions League season and hope we can finish in top four and try again next season. It's a must win. It's really a, it's, it's a must win for us to have any chance of us advancing past this group stage. And not only that, but the next returning fixtures for us we need to get three points that means we need to go and beat Galatasaray and we need to go and beat Bayern and then of course come back and beat Copenhagen again so sort of shot ourselves in the foot by losing the first two games because now it has added more pressure onto our plate silver lining most likely we're not going to go for the return fixtures obviously Casemiro is going to be back and we can only cross our fingers that the injured players that we have at the club are going to be full fit and recovered. And not only that, but we also have to rely on um, Copenhagen and Bayern to actually get a result of Galatasaray after this. Because that will also be hugely dependent on on how we're going to finish, you know, regardless of whether we get the points or not. Because they are ahead of us in terms of points. How many points? Let me just check real quick what this table is looking like all right so in our group um sitting at first place obviously is Bayern with six points Galatasaray with four Copenhagen with one and then of course us with zero so if Galatasaray continue to win their games and we also win ours it's not going to make any difference you know probably the determining match will come down to if when we face them again um so it'll be determined who would win that match but like I said I think Galatasaray would need to lose at least one more game if we have to go and win all our next games to come 
for us to qualify into the group stage uh, out of the group stage sorry and if we can't get that done then <laughs> it's europa you know what i mean and honestly i would rather us not get into the europa league i'd rather us fall out of competing to be in europa because i really can't do thursday night football again to be honest and i think it'll just be a waste of our time being the Europa League competition because we're not going to win that competition at the rate that we are going and it's just going to give more opportunities or allow more space for our players to get injured or tired etc you know uh, so if if we don't make anything of this Champions League I'd rather we just fall out of the European competitions completely and just focus on the domestic titles focus on finishing in top four focus on going in you know to the fa cup final or something uh, or reclaiming the efl league cup i don't know you know but not to be dropped into the europa league and competing for a trophy that we clearly have no chance winning and i honestly believe it'll just be a waste of our time but anyway guys um that's my match reaction of our match against Galatasaray and yeah our next Premier League fixture is this weekend and we are going to be facing let me check real quick Brentford that's going to be a Saturday match so we're definitely going to have a match preview of that that's going to be released most likely on Friday and we should have Benito back for that episode so thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Glory Reds Podcast FC. You can catch us on all your favorite podcasting listening platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Zencaster, um, Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe, hey? When you're on those platforms, subscribe so that every time a new episode comes out, you can get that notification and you can go listen to what we have to say. Um, don't forget to visit our website as well, glorydsfc.co.uk. You can go to our community page you can join in our whatsapp group you know we have conversations every single day it was actually a heated conversation yesterday during the match you know and we're throwing around our opinions on certain players the manager you know the conversation continued throughout to this morning so you know if you're interested in having those type of conversations um go to our website go to the community page and you'll find the link to our whatsapp group and you can go and join us over there we also have links to our social media platforms as well you can go and follow us there for news updates and when we have a podcast episode out we also have some snippets there etc and then of course um our premier league fantasy um, yeah our fantasy premier league yeah we also have a link to that on our community page so you guys can also go and join in on that but yeah thanks again for listening to this episode of the glory reds fc podcast and we'll definitely catch y'all in the next one peace